Do you remember the first time you watched this movie, Lee? Um, sometime long, long time ago. <laughs> when was the last time you watched the movie? Um, quite a while ago. Quite a while too, ago. Yeah. Uh, same thing for me. I actually do remember uh, when I first picked up this movie, I was... Well, this was before I moved, so but I would go to like pawn shops around town, mm-hmm. and I would just buy like uh, Blu-ray stuff for like really cheap from pawn shops. You know, like five bucks. DVDs? Yeah, five bucks a DVD. Yeah, yeah. But you know, Blu-rays are popular, so like five bucks a Blu-ray or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I just, just kind of like browsing and looking, and I stumbled upon the good, bad, and the weird on the shelf, and I was like, "Ooh, it's an Asian movie, and it's like kind of looks neat." So, five dollars, I bought it, and I watched it, and I was like. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is hmm, this is really good. Sadly I did not bring it with me, but <laughs> when I think when I first watched this movie, I was really confused. I was like <laughs> why are there Asian cowboys <laughs> like yeah. fighting and stuff? But I don't know. I, I think after I like went to school and, and I, mm. after I started studying film, I was actually very appreciative of what he was trying to do right, right. and kind of blending like this spaghetti Western and like yeah. being influenced from, um, you know, the good, bad and the ugly. yeah. And the ugly from, um, actual, you know, spaghetti yeah. Westerns, um, really it's pretty interesting and fun to see how he used that and kind of right. um, put his own take on it. It's funny cause it's like, it takes Western as a genre rather than like a, a geographic kind of thing or like a cultural kind of thing, yeah. you know, rather than like American Westerns and like cowboys and things like that. Yeah. But Westerns and, and then just set in Asia. So it's, you know, it is a Manchuria and it, you still get that same kind of cowboy vibe, even though it's not, you know, kind of one-to-one, Yeah. but it's funny that it really translates it to like, Oh, Westerns more of a genre rather than, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe in a, an exclusive, like American kind yeah, of, it, type of film. it definitely is a genre because there yeah. are definitely certain tropes that um, right. happen in like almost every Western kind of mm-hmm. um, film. Yeah. And, you know, even people argue that even like Star Wars is like a Western mm. or, or it's, it's really um, inspired by Westerns. Right. Right. Well, I mean like the Mandalorian is, a complete Man- Mandalorian, but even just Star Wars itself, because right, right. there's that concept of like um, that one lone wolf, and mm. like you know, there's also like yeah, yeah. like that uh, you know he he was born in the desert, or yeah. like he he's from the <laughs> desert, and like that kind of trope as well, and yeah. like fighting with with a um, lightsaber is kind of like like dueling, like in, yeah, in yeah, westerns, yeah. there's like that tradition of like you know sure. the standoff <laughs> and that's kind of like you know you can play that off mm-hmm. in in like um a western style too All right well i mean you can just kind of say like you know samurai movies and like you yeah. know that was curious ours are just japanese western westerns yeah. essentially so like yeah. yeah exactly so that's why they also you know in star wars too they're like oh this is like inspired samurai, by yeah. you know like kurosawa or like the japanese like samurais and stuff exactly, like that too exactly. so there's a lot of very interesting um, correlations you can make between Japanese uh, cinema, like mm-hmm. that samurai right. cinema and and westerns, I think. It's all in like the era. Yeah. You know and like, mean? you know, they like played off each other too. They do. They do. And, and like I, you know, like Kurosawa specifically mentions like his inspirations as mm-hmm. well f- from American cinema as well as, you know, American, you know, directors who were like, oh, I was inspired by yeah. Kurosawa and, and all of that. So it's very fun to see how they take in these different elements and make it Both their own cool. <laughs> and yeah like evolve and then build upon those things you know i agree i agree yeah anyway that's a great uh segue into what we're actually <laughs> we're gonna talk about <laughs> talk. <laughs> i am sean Peel. And I'm D. Kaylee. And we are getting past the subtitles where we try to bring you guys everything Asian movie one series at a time. So we're kind of, we're continuing off of uh, the action film series. And uh, we made a pit stop in, our last movie was Chinese? Yes. Right? Yeah. Jackie Chan. And then we're coming back to South Korea with The Good, Bad, and The Weird. Yeah. So we decided to do chronologically after Jackie Chan. And so 2008 is where we land again. Yeah. Uh, so just a little about the movie, uh, directed by Ji Woon Kim, which I have never seen anything else besides him, um, besides this one. I'm pretty sure I s- I've seen another one. I forget exactly the name, but 
Mm, but rewatching this movie, I kind of want to see his other movies. Mm. Just because like it has a really good impression on how well this one was done. Yeah. Um yeah, 2008 has like some like the cast is like really superb. Yeah. Uh Kong Song as uh the weird guy, and then Byung Hung Lee and Wu Song Jung play the main three characters, and they're like the pinnacle of like these super talented actors, apparently. They're yeah, they're like copy list actors yeah. in Korea. I think uh the director was one of his proudest things was to get this like <laughs> ensemble like together. And then, yeah, they, they all really kind of blew it out of the park with their characters mm. as well and their performance. Um, so this movie has two releases, uh, one for Koreans and there's actually an international version. Um, and apparently the Korean version is longer than the international version. So there's like several additional minutes, like at the end where, um, uh, Sung's character, he gets up, and it's like teased in the international version as well that he lives. But we actually see him get up. Apparently, he has like a metal plate in his yeah. chest, and he goes over the bad guy, and then basically like he checks his body and he finds the diamonds that he takes. Yeah. Um, and then he's like approached by the uh, the Japanese army. But then I think like he, he has escapes. dynamites. Oh, he has okay. dynamites and like he gotcha. like is scaring the Japanese people. But like, be like, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> blow it up. But he accidentally like puts it on. Oh, and and all the Japanese people start running. <laughs> like and nope. He, and then he gets out. Yeah. So apparently he escapes, and then there's like the epilogue of the uh, the hitman still chasing after yeah, him. The bounty hunter. The bounty. The good. The good guy. Questionable. But <laughs> <laughs> I remember like the, my first first time watching impressions. Like, okay, he's obviously the good guy, and then watching it back, it's like, but how good is he? Really is he? <laughs> how good is he though? Kind of question his motives. And <laughs> like his... he does everything for money, and at times it's like he gives like off the kind of justice impression yeah. but then really he does he just does it for money yeah honestly so uh the only cor- correlation he has with justice is like the the map uh-huh. he's he's doing it so that the people who hired him pretty much yeah, yeah. are like the freedom fighters in korea right, right and that's right. like pretty much the only <laughs> good but, but still like he's, <laughs> yeah, a, he's a hired he's man, a hired man <laughs> though, he doesn't really even care about it so. he's not like you know believing in it yeah. per se it's just like He's and just, they they kind of did it as a as a last resort. They said yeah. they're like, "Well, we've got to hire you to yeah. get this job done." And then he's like, "How much do you gonna pay?" Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> ironic, but but yeah, okay, sure, fine. Um, apparently, there's a body count for this movie too, and it's like sixty nine. No, really, sixty nine people have died. Yeah, there's people falling like left and right. Yeah, in this movie. I mean, it's it's full of comedy, but there are some gruesome yeah. moments. So oh, yeah. it's very interesting how yeah. they play that. You know, like it's hilarious to me. Um, as like great as the action is, like the gun sound effects sound so weak. Yeah, <laughs> they're like pop, pop, pop. <laughs> yeah, especially um, uh, his character, Song's character, like his two little pistols. Oh, yeah. Like every time, and it's the like, way that he shoots it, it's <laughs> yeah. just like he's playing the like toy guns. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's so he's, like, ah. he's so gimmicky with it. He's yeah. like little water guns. There's a there's a shot when um. He saves his friends, like he, yeah. uh, the guy shoots him off the horse, and then he shoots the guy who's like on the horse that was like dragging him, and he's like pop, 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 and then like runs to him. Yeah. <laughs> it was I was I was watching like interviews, or I was trying to find like behind the scenes videos and like interviews from the from the director and like the cast, and the director was like one of his initial ideas was giving song to little pistols. And then like from that idea, this movie kind of blossomed. I was like, yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> so come on Lee tradition. What is this movie, man? Uh, so, so the basic premise, I guess. And why'd you pick it? Throw that in there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, um, the basic premise of this film is there is this, um, there are freedom fighters in Korea who who have come to um, Manchuria because they're trying to find this uh, mm. treasure because they need the money to fund uh, the freedom fighters back in Korea because of the Japanese occupation there. And so they decide to hire this bounty hunter or this like, you know, yeah, I guess he, he is a bounty hunter. Pretty much about, yeah. yeah, to find um, a map that has the coordinates to this place where they can, you know, find whatever treasure maybe. 
And basically, it's like a treasure hunt where there's this one other dude called the weird dude <laughs> who um, also decides to go for it, but for his own you know reasons. And then there's also um, this bad guy who is kind of on the Japanese side, but not he's, really. He's, in the beginning, he's he's he gets the mission from a Japanese, uh, like um, I guess. Officer, right? Yeah, sympathizer yeah. or whatever. I, I don't know exact officer, maybe. Yeah. It's never really said because I went back yeah, and I was they, wondering they who. They don't yeah. specify who he really is, but he's. it's implied that he's like with the Japanese um, uh, kind yeah. of. Gotcha. Yeah. And so he go, and then so the bad guy is on, on that same kind of road as well. Mm. And so basically it's, it's you know, a manhunt slash treasure hunt slash <laughs> all of these different like groups, factions trying to like get at this treasure. Yeah. And there's like, it, it's interesting because there, there's these like Manchurian group. There's Japanese mm. forces. There's also like the bad guy kind of has his own posse that he kind of rolls <laughs> with. And so like there's all these different kind of, uh, you know, um, like parties, yeah, parties yeah. who are trying to get to, at the same thing, and so like near the end, it's basically this total like chaos of like <laughs> all these people like killing each other. Exactly. Yeah, it's like it's just so funny to see how many different party members really just stand out and then enter sort of the image. Because yeah. uh, I mean, initially, I mean, you really. It introduces you to like who's who and like the core characters or, you know, like the good, the bad and like the weird guy. Yeah. Um, and like each one has their own posse really except for, um, the bounty hunter. Yeah. Well, I really and like the weird guy. Yun, yeah. Yuntegu really has, I mean, has he also a, has his friend and like the guys though, but, yeah. like, <laughs> but the bounty hunter doesn't really have, yeah. it doesn't have a group either. Yeah. But like the, the bad guy, he's like, he's like a bandit essentially. Yeah. So he has like a gang of under bandits. Yeah. And then, then there's that other group, which the horsemen people. Yeah. So yeah. are they Manchurian or they're, yeah, they are. That makes more yeah. sense. But like, it, there's like the big guy who's, I guess the leader. And then there's the guy underneath him who's Korean. Yeah. So I, I guess he's just like siding with them at the I moment, guess. but they're well, just like third party gangsters. Yeah, essentially. But it, so it's implied like, these Korean people, they all kind of fled from Korea right. from the occupation and they're trying to make a live a new life in the wild, wild <laughs> west of Manchuria, you know? <laughs> wild, wild west of Manchuria. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah, then, then there's like the kind of like the, the bigger scheme guys of the Japanese army and the, the Korean force, the Korean or the coalition or whatever, mm-hmm. the freedom fighters. Exactly, exactly. But it's like, like everybody is the three main characters are sort of taking jobs for the map but then like as the movie progresses you find that they have sort of their own, own their own personal like needs or like gains in it yeah. as they kind of discover like who or their own vendettas so like, yeah yeah like that's that. more like it like the bounty hunter is he's still a bounty hunter so even though he's hired for the map like once he comes across like uh the two other guys he's like oh there's money on their heads too you know yeah. <laughs> it's like goes after him yep. <laughs> and then um the bad guy i have their names right now i should really like but it's uh park chong yi is the bad guy and uh so chan yi is like um he has like a vendetta for uh yun te and uh, he's kind of like after him, and then, but really, like Yun Te isn't really after. Like Tegu, 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 Tegu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yun is Yun is his first, la- first name. First name. So Tegu. Well, I mean, it, it's his last name, not his first name. Yeah, surname. surname. <laughs> yes. I was gonna say surname. You're like, no, first name. I was like, wait, what? No. <laughs> Who really knows Korean here? <laughs> so Tegu is like really not after anybody. He's sort of like the really fresh start person. Yeah. And he's only after the money. Yeah. Per se. And then, you know, he gets mixed up with the other two and whatever. Yep. So it's like the whole movie is uh, essentially a wild goose chase uh, for the map. And uh, so Tegu ends up, it all comes down to the, the train scene. And so that's where the Japanese officer has it. Um, is it the Japanese officer that originally yeah, has yeah. it? Yeah. So everybody meets there to get it and uh, Tegu steals it and then everybody comes after Tegu and then the uh, the bounty hunter ends up capturing him. Yeah. And then... So well, what happened was, yeah. the, you know, like in the beginning where um, the bad guy, right? he he talks with that, that um, his boss, I guess, yeah, in the yeah, beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he says, give this map to the dude. And then, and then once you give the map, take it back from him. So that's why he gives a ticket to him. 
but then mm. he refuses the ticket. He's like, I'm just going to stop the train. <laughs> right. So that's what, that's what it is. Like he gives the map to the Japanese people and so he, he can get the money from them. But then he wants the treasure back. He wants the map uh, back so he can get the treasure from the map as well. Got so it. he sends the bad guy to stop the train and kill the so Japanese guy. So he hires guy. two different people then to like one for the money to give the map to make the trade and then the bandit to yeah. steal the map back. Yeah. So he just like rips so the off the trade. the working under him is the bad guy. He gotcha, just tells gotcha. him, go get the map back so that I can just mm. make more money with the map. Now, why not? Why just give it to them? You know, that's where I was confused. Cause I was like in the scene, it's like the, the older guy who's like the gang leader and he's telling like the, basically like the messenger to like, you know, give the, to give the map to whatever. And then yeah. he warns him about the bad guy. Yeah. And then, Hired as the bad guy to like rob the van to rob the train. So I was like, so who hired like, but I guess that makes more sense. So yeah. Just wanted just greed essentially. Yep. Basically. <laughs> Basically. But needless to say, he did not know that the the Korean coalition or whatever uh hires the guy to uh steal it back. Yep. Which is funny because like he's on the train, but like he's never like looking for the map. He just kind of oh, yeah. he just like He's like there, and then once the bandits like start overthrowing the train, he's like, "Oh, all right, <laughs> you know, I guess it's my time <laughs> to shoot stuff." <laughs> then he sees uh, a and he's like, "Oh, gonna kill that guy." There are a lot of questionable motives for the bounty. The good, the good guy. Good guy. He's like he does certain things, or like he's in certain places where it's like really kind of like. You're never really actively going for the map. You always exactly. like you're going after the, them. Well, like you just happen to be in the right place. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's this one moment where, literally, mm, mm. he's just in the desert, like waiting, and <laughs> and uh, what's his name? Um, Tegu, Tegu, right? Yeah. He just happens to be like driving by through the with a motorcycle, <laughs> and then he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna shoot him and yeah. get him." But like, how did you know he was gonna come that way? He's like the ultimate tracker or something. Yeah, like, he does like he always he's always like a mile behind the person, <laughs> like, but somehow up, gets there. He somehow catches up eventually. Yeah. <laughs> like like later on when um Tegu escapes and he goes to like the opium like house yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like the the love hotel or yeah. whatever. He passes it by and then still like a scene later finds them at like that uh when like at the destination of yeah. the map but he literally comes out of nowhere he's like fighting like the japanese army from behind yeah or like, <laughs> just, and that scene was kind of ridiculous too yeah yeah it's just kind of crazy how all no one shoots at him except <laughs> yeah. he shoots at them but no one shoots at him like i saw that scene i was like i give it a pass that was like oh he, he flanks them from behind yeah. i'm like okay it's a little hard on horse and he's sculpture but then he like Turns around <laughs> and goes literally the opposite way of like 500 horses. Yeah. He starts shooting all of them, but no one shoots at him. Just like parts the Red Seas and destroys everybody. I'm like, all right, that's a little over. This. And then like the guy, he hits the machine gun and the machine gun's like, yeah, it kills circles. everyone. <laughs> I was just like, insanity. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's fun to watch, but it's just like spectacle above all. At a certain spectacle. point, you're just, you're just like, Come on, guys. <laughs> like, the, the, they did, like, the one bullet explodes to the truck thing. And I'm like, especially in, like, 1940 when you're shooting pellets out of a lever action. Like, no way you're going to blow up this little Jeep. <laughs> but you got it. You got it. It's it's a fun movie. It's, it, fun, it, it's so fun. <laughs> uh, what do you have, like, some highlighted scenes? Highlights? Um, I, I enjoyed that, that love weird psychedelic uh, like that yeah. that scene too i liked um when they pick up when he finds the kids there yeah yeah and yeah, then yeah. and then like he's like <laughs> cover your eyes <laughs> like <laughs> he just like sticks that like stick up, up the dude's butt the arse yeah <laughs> and this japanese person's like i've been in war for many years and yeah. i've never seen something as gruesome as this yeah like that those moments were pretty pretty good i think I thought it was funny when he was fencing him. Yeah, with yeah, the yeah stick exactly. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> taking him seriously. Um, I think my favorite scene is is probably the when they go back to the ghost town because he has to find his best friend because yeah. he thinks that he stole the map. And then there's like that whole like fight sequence in the rain. And, and yeah, the in the rain. Yeah, that, was, that was a good. Scene that, that's my favorite scene. Yeah. I think it's because that's hilarious when they're running through the thing and he can't find the shooters and he's like, run across, I can find the shooters. Oh yeah, and he's like. Me? 
You want me to do it? It's like, should, what? I, should I walk in zigzag? Or <laughs> should I go should straight? I go straight? <laughs> or should I go zigzag and confuse them? He's like, fine, I'll decide. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, not even going zigzag. He's like, bouncing yeah. around in one spot. And he goes to the, like, the bamboo pole and he's like, tap, tap, yeah. tap, tap, tap. <laughs> it's crazy how they missed all those shots. <laughs> I know. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, comedically, it's pretty good. Yeah. Song's hilarious, though. Like, yeah. He's pretty funny. Yeah, and like just like the whole action sequence of that scene as well, it's pretty crazy. Like he's sw- him swinging on swinging like the on, rope yeah, and go ropes. through, like that. All that was done practically as well, which is oh, even crazy. It? Yeah, have you seen like some of the behind the scenes like footage? Most of like the crazy shots, they rig all their cameramen to wires, mm. and so like all the things like that are like, swinging or or just like and movement wise, like they're on wires with the actors, oh, wow. like when. When he's like lifted up into the sky and he's like swinging with him, it's like that close-up shot. This is like a camera. Another camera dude. Yeah, they're swinging. like they're like bundled together and they're like side by side and they're like Tarzan uh, through the set. <laughs> like that must have been the most craziest shoot yeah. ever. Well, it looks good. It, it looks fun. It looks really good. Yeah. yeah, I would say there was a lot of accolades for um, cinematography, mm-hmm. and it's pretty clear, honestly, why because. It is pretty beautiful. It is it is shot really well. Well, a start for me is like how creatively they went with it. Yeah, and like, just like the set design, costume yeah. design, it's all very like elaborate and very kind of yeah. You know, there's a big flair to it. So there's a lot of spunk, <laughs> spectacle. But they did like yeah, they definitely did like some crazy yeah, camera I, I work with it. I bet they built that that huge oh. that shanty town. Yeah, they, they did. Just probably built the whole thing. They did. So. Which is insane. Yeah. I don't like anytime you build a shanty town like that, like especially like when we saw a police store. Yeah, exactly. Like you know how much time probably goes into something like you that. Just end up destroying the whole thing. So <laughs> our department's like, I just I'm going home. <laughs> We're done here. I don't want to yeah. look back. I can't look back. But yeah, there are a lot of different costume choices and mm. different things that really kind of bring up the liveliness in the in the, right. in the film. Especially when they first show the inside of that train. Yeah. Just going yeah. through it and you see all these different people with different, like, like colors, different and colors like, yeah. and different clothing. Mm. And like there's like white people and like <laughs> you know, all different types of people. Yeah, that's what got me too. It was like there's a different, so many different like races of people and, and it feels like like an immigrant kind of yeah. like setting, you know, like a very people are traveling and like trying to move from. Yeah, which is very cool, I think. Mm-hmm. It very like sets up the the setting of the movie you know yeah. and sort of like that uh kind of like landscape and that sort of era yeah it's it's funny because there's this really interesting balance between like feeling barren mm. and feeling like lively like there's yeah. like this two different like you know um i guess you know polar opposites but you, yeah. in this movie they kind of blend it very well where like you know like at the ending scene it just feels very barren like there's nothing there it just feels like exactly. desert and there's moments in in the film too like in the middle of the film where like it's just very quiet and they're just like mm. well, like that camping scene when him and the weird the bad guy and yep. i mean the good guy and the <laughs> weird guy are just like sleeping on a campfire like mm. it feels pretty like just open desert, open desert. Yeah. And like at the ending, but then there's also places like the shanty town and like mm-hmm. that that other town where it's like um, people come in and like they trade and like there's like food and the stuff like that. Yeah, and there's also that other place where like it's the Korean the Korean bar or whatever where like uh, the good guy goes and and gotcha. he traps the uh, he captures the weird guy mm-hmm. and puts him there. I thought like that was that his, little, like his home though. Yeah, it's like his home. Yeah, but it's like in the middle of nowhere too. Yeah, so it's very interesting. <laughs> camp out so yeah it's pretty cool how they kind of balance mm. those things like the train is a very good comparison with that where it's inside the train it's like super lively and it, it meshes all these different looks and people in yeah. it and then like outside of the train and those nothing shots there's, there's literally nothing the but the train yeah. out there and it gets like really really hectic once the bandits come you know and everybody's fleeing and out of the train the, uh, the train conductor like a white dude yeah there was like two of them there yeah. they were white and some of the passengers are like, wait. Yeah. And especially in the ghost time when they went, there was like different like races yeah, and, yeah. and people going through. That was hilarious when um <clears throat> he hide uh Tegu hides hijacks the front and he's like starts to train up again. Yeah. And he has like the lady shoveling coal <laughs> in the thing. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of great moments like that. Yeah. 
There's like, like small, like tiny little, little things that make you like chuckle and laugh. Like, mm-hmm. like the, um, when they, when he brings the map back into the, the town and like he has his friend like look over it right. and then they get ambushed mm. and like, he's like, he gives the map to the old to grandma <laughs> and puts him in a, in, a, in a closet and she's just sleeping there the whole time. Yeah. And when he comes back, he's like, were you here the whole time? Or like they're shooting at the house and they're like ducking under the table and they're crawling and the grandma's like sitting there just, just, <laughs> just chilling. And she starts walking like this. <laughs> oh, no, Grandma, you just stay in the closet. You push her in the closet. <laughs> oh, that's hiding. Don't, if he acts, don't even tell him. Yeah. Don't he's even do like, She's like, okay. And he goes back for it. She's like, he's like, not candy. <laughs> Where'd you put it? Where'd you put it? Just once. Yeah, she's great. She's yeah. great. Yeah, this is like just small, like funny things. Like when um, he's like, He's uh trying to fight all the bandits in the town, um, and and he's getting attacked by the the big guy mm. who's a uh, uh, Sok. Sok. Yeah. Which, by the way, I have like no recollection of him being in this movie. I know, me too. So when, in the train scene, when it's like he comes through, I go, I pause it. I was like, what? Yeah. Greatest cast of all time. <laughs> There's a lot of people in this movie that I was like, whoa, who like um. Young Chung Song, who's like the gang leader yeah, who yeah, gets yeah. killed, he looks so different in this movie compared to today. He's kind of he's older now, and he's a little more heavy set, yeah. and that's why because he's kind of like mad skinny in this movie. I was like looking at him, and I, was, I was like I know him from somewhere, and I IMBD would it, and I saw his picture. I was like, okay, that's <laughs> a that's a very big difference. Uh, yeah, I was shocked that he was in this movie. So, like, when he's fighting him before he shoots with the gun, and he's like, I need my guns back. And he's just oh, like, he just throws toss, <laughs> toss. <laughs> and he's like, shit. He's <laughs> dragged back he's down. Like, get his gun. <laughs> yeah, just craziness. Yeah, I think that was, uh, that whole sequence was my favorite. And they, like, literally dragged the guy on the horse. Like, that was done practically oh, yeah. as well. Oh, really? Which probably hurt like hell. Dang. Yeah. That, that, was, that was pretty bad. Was it the actor that got dragged or like a stuntman? Mm, it could have been a stuntman. Probably was. Couldn't really tell, but yeah. for, I hope it was stuntman. <laughs> that's a stunt, bro. <laughs> that's a heavy stunt. Yeah. Well, apparently, I heard that. Um. Uh. Not not Byung Hong. Uh, Wu Sung broke his arm during this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Doing what? Oh, I'm not sure, but it could have been like the wire the, thing. The flying. Could have been the flying thing. Yeah. That. They did some crazy stuff. They, yeah. I will say that. They did some pretty insane things. Uh, do you have a favorite scene or was that your favorite? The um, I really like that that shantytown fighting scene too. Mm. Just all, all of it. Um, him flying through and like those funny co- comedic moments and stuff like that. It's funny how like they, they put two like big action scenes in the same shantytown. Yeah, like they, they go there the first time, and then he's being like ambushed by the gang. Yeah, and then there's like they the shanty town gang. Yeah, and then they go back to it for the guy, which is just completely crazy. Yeah, and he puts on like the diver helmet. Oh like yeah, that. the diver. Helmet, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things, so it's many just, little things. I was um watching this. I was like, this is when I thought of the action film like series that we're doing. Like, this is the movie that lives up to what I kind of pictured it to be. Because, oh, okay. like, and even now, I was surprised on how much action is in this movie. Like, it's, it's it's basically just action, honestly. Constantly. Just, there's, yeah. there's, like, a very simple story, and it's it's simple enough to be good, and there's, like, the characters there, and you find, you find out who they are and, like, backstory as you go along with it, but... 80% of it is just like pew 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 ba 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 boom 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 and I feel like a lot of action films tend to do their best when the story is very simple right right and then they kind of elaborate with mm. killing action. stuff <laughs> killing stuff yeah you know he's like you are an action movie for a reason mm. do the action right you know like uh, John Wick again you know yeah very it's just simple but you focus on the action um, rather than like the last two, I feel like we're more story heavy. Like even mm-hmm. police story was definitely more narrative compared to this. Yeah. So and he, I will say I don't think I have any nitpicks for this movie. Nitpicks? I mean, I told you mine. Where 
it just kind of like knows where oh, everyone yeah. is or like <laughs> you know what everything happens and he just kind of goes there and figures it out it's like i know what to do because like sometimes too though the bad guy like just near the end the bad guy uh was it chasik or changi he's like after they lose him in the the second shantytown fight yeah. like there's that little piece of him getting back at somebody like he kills somebody when they have like that double narrative of when like the japanese troops is like we got to go back for the map it's like an all or nothing battle and then there's like that the same conversation with the thing then there's like somebody else who's like telling off uh changi and then he murders him which is like some random guy i don't recall when he cuts off his mouth who does he cut off the mouth it's just like a random guy, I, though. I do yeah. remember. I I remember that that happening. Yeah. Well, he's like telling him like you're never gonna be able to get back at the finger killer who turns out oh, to yeah, be yeah, Yungu. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, he's yeah, he's just telling yeah, and he's basically like telling about that essentially. Well, I think what happened was like he, he people are telling him that he's not the best, and so he's trying oh, yeah, to prove yeah. a point that he is the best. Sappy boy. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, I guess story-wise, like, the character-wise, mm-hmm. they're not the deepest characters, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, right. like, some of, like, especially the bad, I feel like he kind of feels very, I don't know, kind of, some of his motivations kind of feel a little weak, mm-hmm. I feel like. Or, like, the way that he did it, or, like, how he comes to his, like, logical conclusions. Some, <laughs> some of it kind of feels kind of... A week. Um, Maybe they feel like a little oversimplified. In yeah, a sense. yeah, like oh, yeah, it's a little too simplified. Sure. Some, some of it. Mm. Yeah, like but, it's like if you badmouth him, he'll just shoot you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's some cool moments where like it's cool how they set up like how he is really skilled through that like encounter with that guy who like starts mouthing off and he's like I'll show you who's the best boo boo and he oh, kills him that poor sucker yeah, that is poor like guy who's like eating and he's <laughs> like saying the wrong thing every single every, time everybody's like I'm like uh, <laughs> you don't wanna say that yeah, and he's like I heard you faced off with the finger chopper is that true he's like I've heard, get I've heard up. Very, very different stories get up get up I'm sure you're the best he's like I know get up if you if you don't want to get your head blown off right now still gonna get shot <laughs> he even like try to save himself like you automatically knew he like yeah. turned back the coat and he's like oh I'm gonna get shot anyway yeah. poor guy yeah so I mean yeah so I mean I feel like the characters do feel a little weak but I don't think it's really um, I guess the fault of the actors or anything like that. I just feel like the story right. itself doesn't really lend itself to a really mm. heavy set kind of backstory on people. Okay. So I, it's not really a big problem for me. I just felt like if I had to nitpick, <laughs> there are certain things like that where like, I guess you can go a little bit deeper into. Mm. And even like the um, the reveal of him being... Um, the, the ghost, the, what was it? The finger chopper or yeah, whatever? Something like Yeah, the finger. Some crazy mass murder person. Chopper dude. <laughs> With the 70s haircut. This <laughs> <laughs> is all puffy. So puffy. Yeah. But that that too, it, it was kind of like, uh. Like, I, I mean, I, I get it. Trying to put a little twist into who, right. who the weird guy really is and stuff like that. But. It's never as simple as just letting the oddball be the oddball, you know? Yeah, so. <laughs> you gotta have some crazy backstory. Mm. Trying to run away from my past. <laughs> Seek a new life in Manchuria. I left that in Korea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess, like, the biggest criticism you could say is that maybe the story is oversimplified in a sense, and, like, the characters in a way. Yeah. But, I mean... I don't the, mind it, though. You yeah, know? yeah, it's, like... It's the interesting part is, like, you know, it's not... It's just a nitpick. It's not like right, right. I don't really. It's kind of it like as a big flaw or anything, right? It's like I mean, the movie is one thing, and it just kind of has to sacrifice something. Right. Like it's just like you know, it's like I'm focused more on like the action and sort of the genre, and then that just kind of has to dwell a little less right. with like. I things. I think one reason that 
I feel this way maybe because there's a lot of characters in in this film. Sure, sure. And so maybe yeah. it's kind of harder to kind of like just specify on one person and really focus on him because I also mm. feel like the good guy kind of is I when I watched it again, I realized that he's not in a lot of scenes as much as I thought he was when right. I, when I remember watching it. Mm-hmm. Like when I watched it again, I realized he's actually not in a lot of scenes. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of scenes where, you know, and even the bad guy, he's not in. He's not in. Yeah. If anything, that Tegu many scenes. is like Tegu is the main kind of dude where like he's in every scene. You know, exactly. he's everywhere because mainly because he has a map and mm-hmm. like you know things revolve around the map. Yeah, but like a lot of times like. Like um, what is it? Two, two one, two two one, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes out like out of nowhere, <laughs> and he was like, "I caught you after like all that crap happens." He's like, "Yeah, he he's comes the in one the that aftermath. Just, yeah, he just picks him up and leaves." You know, like we're the bad guy. Like he just comes and he like tries to wreak havoc in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then he kind of like disappears for a little bit, and then he comes back at the second time for the shanty town and stuff. So yeah, he's just like always like. It's kind of like one, it turns out like initially like the train scene, everybody's there for the map. And then after that train scene, everybody is there to find somebody else. Like, yeah. you know, once like, Tegu has the map, like it doesn't feel like um, Changi is after the map. He's more after Tegu. Yeah. And then the the bounty hunter, Dolan, is after Tegu. Yeah. Or not even Tegu, but really well, Changi. Yeah. 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 But he's using Tegu to get Changi, yeah. you know? So it's like. So, and, and like I. I wonder if, like, you know, the 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 uh, Manchurian like horse riding like that group <laughs> were if they were really necessary. That's what I was like thinking because yeah, I, I, mean, I thought I was like, well, what was their motivation? Like, they wanted the map, but it kind of felt like they were working for somebody bigger, or like kind of like yeah, in it that was sense. Weird, because yeah. like you know, even even in that scene where like. Um, uh, what's in Tegu is like sleeping. Yeah. And then like he gets ambushed by those uh the Manchurian mm-hmm. gang or whatever. Like Manchurian. that could have happened without them and just have replaced it with Changi, right? Right. So like I, I'm just like it just feels kind of like like just kind of unless it they could have been re- like replaced with this Changi and have him play a bigger role maybe in like trying to get the map again. Could be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and like the leader was always like, "Do you have any idea what's going on?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like funny uh, the Korean guy was more of a leader than the right, the train guy but only because him. like he knew Tegu, right. you know, and he was like still con- putting all the context together yeah. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, they're just like some weird like third party gang, you know. But I think what made it weirder f- for me too was that. Chung Yi was like a bandit himself and then he had a bunch of henchmen under him. Yeah. So it was like two gangs like fighting over somebody, exactly. you know? So it was like, like but his gang felt, could yeah. have just gone and tried to get the map from Tegu right, right. while he was sleeping instead of that gang. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't see why they were so necessary for the film. Exactly. Yeah. That's a nitpick. <laughs> <laughs> too many yeah. party members. Well, yeah. because, you know, you could have maybe kind of implemented you know, mm-hmm. the bad guy a little bit more. That's what I, I mean. It's, it's interesting because during that second fight, like they fight against each other mm-hmm. and that kind of plays a role in how like they escape and stuff, I guess. Sure. But, you know, you could have just made it, you know, a different way than he escapes or whatever. So it really doesn't, you know, lend itself too much credibility. But yeah, I mean, that's just my opinion. Just my thoughts on it. <laughs> where like I, I'm just trying to look at little moments where it could be a little more tighter. Sure, sure. But I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be tighter, you mm-hmm. know. Like it, it could just be what it is, and it's not. And it's fine. Um, yeah, it's a fun, It's not a big deal. It's just maybe it could have been justified of like driving more home the point of. I mean, I guess why the different party members needed the map in right. a way, you know, because like it wasn't explained why that like third party gang really needed the map. Like if they, okay, like it makes sense if you think about it. Okay, they're like Manchurian natives, quote unquote, you know, and then they're doing it for their country. But that's not explicitly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the basic motivation for everyone is just greed, right? Right, the money so, for something. Yeah, the money, so yeah, it's really simple in that sense, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. Right? I yeah, mean, you can't have too many no, pieces. I mean, that that's one of the biggest motivators for most people, anyway. So yeah, really, it's not a big deal. But I'm just saying. 
I'm just wondering about these things, you know, mm-hmm. as I watch it again. Philosopher Lee here. Look at Is anything real? <laughs> what is the point of this film? <laughs> substance. <laughs> what is substance? <laughs> yeah, this is like one of the movies where it's like not crazy substance. Well, yeah. not like. It's funny because, like, I, I mean, I use substance in the, in the terms of like justification, like, right. you know, and I think this movie does, and this movie definitely does that anyway. Like, mm-hmm. everything that happens happens in a justified way. I mean, like, I feel like it it serves the purpose of what it says it's going to do. Exactly. You know I mean? Like, as an action film, I think it's a great freaking action film. So, for sure. yeah, I mean, it's very like it plays just very well to what it's supposed to be as like a western and as like a more of a modern western and mm-hmm. and like a very spaghetti western and kind of yeah. like a, a goofy comedic blend as yeah. well you know and like you know looking at you know more recent westerns that have come out maybe things like magnificent seven and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's interesting because i feel like they have taken some inspiration from this film really? in, in the sense of like I mean, like, you know, Yibyeon is a character in Magnificent Seven. I don't know if you watched that film. I don't know. But, um, yeah, like, in that, like, you know, they're bringing in more of this kind of, like... International? Yeah, I guess international kind of mm-hmm. thing into Western genre. Sure. Which, you know, it's very... Like, the Western is a very American thing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, yeah. Kind of, it kind of defines kind of the American kind of identity in a certain sense. Mm-hmm. And to see that kind of um, playing a different kind of role in different films and different kind of takes, mm-hmm. it's interesting, right? Yeah. That's what I was, like, driving home to, is, like, it is interesting to, like, see in this movie and, you know, in the future that, like, taking a genre that seems so American, you know, and, and then like just making it more broader yeah. in a way or more accessible to something that is bigger than just like you think of American when, when it comes to Westerns, you know? Right. So yeah, like you can just, again, like as we talked earlier, you can define Westerns as, you know, like samurai movies are essentially Westerns as well, but it just really comes down to era yeah. You know, in a way, and like playing to that sort of specific era. Yeah, I mean, like traditionally westerns. When you think about a western story, mm. it's usually about this kind of gunslinger right. that comes into this like um, town or like a homestead or something like that, and there's some kind of problem in that homestead, gotcha. and that gunslinger, you know, figures out, you know, or solves the problem yeah. usually by killing <laughs> some bad dudes. So it's like a detective movie with and a then, cowboy, and then yeah, and then you know. They can't stay there. They have to leave, right? Yeah, right and they right. go right off into the sunset. That's usually what a typical, you know, Western story is. And I think this is pretty faithful to that to a certain degree where like yes, you know, he, yeah. the the good guy, right? He gets called in by some people who need help. In this case to find a map. Mm-hmm. And so he goes and he finds, you know, he <laughs> figure, he solves the problem by by, you know, Having a standoff, (laughs) you know these three, two, these other two guys, and Mm. basically, you know, he rides off, or, or in this case, he goes and you know finds other bounties (laughs) to to capture. So, yeah, right, right. They just continue on their journey. So that 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 very specific kind of, um, I guess, story or like that beat, those beats that you go through in a western, Mm -hmm. is also here too. Yeah. So. Except they, it all ends that they're dead, <laughs> right. quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, yeah, two of them. Don't. Only the bad guy dies. Only the bad guy dies. Yeah, but they had a pretty gruesome end. Yeah, <laughs> I re- I don't remember like lasting that that scene lasting as long as as it did. Mm. But I love the scenes scene where like you just see their eyes and like they go back and forth and like it gets faster and faster. Yeah. I love that moment. Like, yeah, and it's funny because like it. After that, then it goes like to slow mo yeah. of him like pulling it out, <laughs> which was like kind of a little unexpected for me. I thought it was gonna be like, da, 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 da. <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> pop, pop. He, he pulls out the lever. And he's yeah, like, he's like fling out ah, my arm. <laughs> Did you say in the last podcast you were a big fan of the lever action, lever rifles, action rifles? Yeah. Fetish number five. That's just cool. It's a cool gun. 
I like the bolt action rifle. The old. Oh, yeah, yeah. That scene was hilarious when they were like, he's sleeping at the hotel and then they all come up to like assassinate him, oh, kind yeah. of essentially. And he's like, he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he looks at him and he's like, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, who is it? He's like, it's me, Young <laughs> He's like, he shoots the door. <laughs> Pyongi? <laughs> He's like, I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, just like goofiness. What I thought was really random when he's he runs down the stairs and he shoots, he like slides and he shoots the guy and then he jumps over the table and then like this ninja dude with like that <laughs> oh, straw yeah. hat comes in and he has like a bow and he just like throws the bow. This is like the most random out of place character in the story. Yeah, there's just crazy stuff in this film. Yeah. Like even, even that, that, uh, that drug, opium, opium, like that den. Yeah. That like, random, like hotel <laughs> slash like drug dealing weird. Like on the outside, it's a building, but the interior is like a cave. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Like there's a, it's very fun how they, you know, move from different like sets and like right, right. these set pieces and like. I was very glad that there's not, there's never a slow moment in the movie, mm. you know. Maybe the slowest is like when they're narrating like before the final showdown when they're all when everybody's together and they're racing and then the Japanese army ends up. Mm. There's like a little narration of like yeah. we have to do this. That's like, slightly slow and also the moment when, when like he they're sleeping together. Yeah. In the campfire. But that doesn't really last too long though. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. last too long, but it is a slow moment though. For sure. Yeah, it feels yeah, it's kind of like unnecessary exposition too though because i don't really find myself caring much yeah it's it's yeah it's mostly just to emphasize that point later to that reveal later on of who he is yeah yeah, yeah. basically what that is Mm. i'm the finger right because he's the one that's like he the good guy assumes that the finger cutter is uh chinese but yeah but it's you know but no (laughs) but no well like at that point you're like Oh, so I guess if you're talking about this and like he's talking, he's talking in this way, you kind of know. Is, you know what I mean? You kind of know what's gonna happen. He's like, oh, so you think he's a mature? Yeah, <laughs> it's time to go to sleep. Because he's like, he's like, oh, it's funny that you think that it's chang- changi, but yeah, yeah. You know, like if he mentions that, you're like, oh, okay, so I guess so you're you the one. <laughs> if you think it's suspicious, something says funny here, bro. Who and also, there's that moment where they do that slight flashback of, um, um, right, right, in that yeah, moment. Tegu, like looking down mm-hmm. with, with the fuzzy, funky with hair. the 70s cut, yeah. 70s cut in the early 40s, <laughs> yeah. And it's like expanded upon that, yeah. It's a good point because I always thought that flashback was from, but hmm. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And but, they kind of like try to like switch your your perspective when um when he tries to cut off his best son's finger with the blunt knife <laughs> he's just like oh yeah that was pretty like, gruesome that like, was like, you know I mean? like yeah just just how he like gets dragged by the horses that, that poor guy that man. dude just that was a bad day for him yeah. <laughs> which like getting like dragged by the horses was so left field because like he he disappears from where he's sitting and the next thing you know he's just like getting dragged <laughs> sliding across the set yeah. he almost get i don't did he did his finger get cut off or like no. half get cut yeah, off yeah it was like halfway <laughs> cut yeah, that sucks yeah which I, I i remember it being like him cutting it off yeah but it apparently he just he just stops a blood knife is so bad that's so tough but then, like you see it's like <laughs> like right before the bone and he's just yeah. like really trying to yeah. get it sharpen this it's like another an oddly one. comedic moment because he's like yeah he's just like bring out a knife <laughs> give me another knife <laughs> this one doesn't work give me another knife <laughs> it was a fat knife dude I yeah, think it was like it's a huge, huge one. <laughs> you could tell it was blunt you looked at it and you're like alright I'm it. not gonna work not gonna, <laughs> not gonna do it you're like hammer it down or something yeah, there is a lot of like little comedic moments and yeah. or like the, the, well. the other gruesome moments like when um uh, Changi goes back to uh, his boss or whatever mm. and, oh, yeah. and like he he's like starting to talk to him and then he like just sticks a knife on his his neck and he's yeah. like starts crawling. <laughs> he's like, "Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going?" And he takes his money and his diamonds and yeah. everything in there. He's like, oh, money, slap. <laughs> Ooh, gold, slap. Yeah. Right. You know, like, going back to motivations, like, at that point, you would think that 
he doesn't need money anymore. Right. <laughs> well, like, I never got, like, the fact that he even wanted that money. Like, right, even right. In that scene, like, like, it doesn't really seem like he ever cares for money. Exactly. And I guess, yeah, like, his biggest motivation would be, like, revenge. Or, exactly. Like, or, like, but it feels, getting... like, late in a way. Cause, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, up until, I mean, when was it that we find out that he wants to get back at? Well, I think it's because he he realizes the guy who stole the map Uh is Tegu. And Tegu is the guy who, you know, chopped off his finger. Mm. And so from then on, he's like, I'm going to kill Tegu. Right. Right. But, like, when do we know at what point? Uh, Because, I mean, it really comes down to, I know, when he's... When he like throws the knife at the centipede, yeah, but, like it's like the scene before that, but I yeah. forget what happens. Yeah, I think I think it's after. So he, you know, the scene with him and the boss and him killing the boss happens, right. and then it goes to um, him getting ambushed by yeah. the the uh, Manchurian gang mm-hmm. in in his in his uh, bedroom or whatever. Right, right. And he right. escapes there, and then I think happens. That's right, because um, uh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, Madong Suk, he tells him he's like, he escapes or whatever. And he's, yeah. he like tells him his name and then, then he's like, oh, like that's him. And then that's when we realize, but yeah, so yeah in the same scene. But yeah, that's like half the movie before we even know like what his true motivation is by then, you know? Yeah. Because you're not, you're not you, because the reveal is that Tegu is the, uh, the finger chopper mm-hmm. but then they they don't really reveal that until later on yeah so you're never really fully sure of of the bad guy's motive right because mm-hmm. you're, you're just okay so why are you so intent on like going after this guy <laughs> like right right you have that i guess it gets revealed later but until that point mm-hmm. you're not really sure of his motivation you're kind of like you why got the money yeah <laughs> Do you really need to go after these people? Because you killed the guy who told you to get the map. So your assumption is like, You're, you don't you got really the care charge, anymore. Yeah. So You're the man now. I don't understand. Yeah, so. And then like he even takes the money. Like we really know he did, like in that final scene, he's he puts the money up as the reward yeah, for whoever yeah. survives yeah. in that show showdown. Yeah. So that's how you know he really doesn't care, yeah. you know. And then that, that kind of like justifies the... Uh, it even justifies like the quote unquote good guy's motivation for yeah. money in a way. But like even he is mixed up because I never was sure if he was in it for the money or if it was like some maybe like a justice or a yeah. good guy sort of thing. Cause like there is ambiguous. Yeah. But I mean at the end you kind of realize it's just funny. Yeah, it's just yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Because like, he's never uh, like direct with anything, you no, know. He's, he's not. Like there's he he captures Tegu and then Tegu is like He's like, I got the map. He's like, I'll tell you the secret of the map. And he's like, there's like a treasure hidden. He's like, we'll split split it 60-40. And he's like, yeah. it's a pretty good deal. And he just smiles at him. And then it cuts to like him dragging him on a horse. So it's like, does that mean he took the deal or didn't take the deal? Or, you know? Yeah. It's like, does that smell And mean? like, it's, it kind of feels like they're working together, but they're not really working right. together. And stuff like, that, so. like, they're not because like, he's really just using him. Yeah. He's like using him to get the bounty on uh, Chess Changi. Yeah, and then I guess he just wants to take his bounty as well. So he's yeah. like there for both of their heads, essentially. So because his value goes up. <laughs> oh yeah, his value is like triples, yeah. like at the end, <laughs> and it goes even higher in like the epilogue as well. Yeah. It's like three thousand one. <laughs> it's like, which today isn't really that much, mm. right? Yeah, it's nothing. It's not really. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, any additional, um, I I do feel like getting to the ending felt a little long, like that, that whole, the whole scene, whole chase scene and whole Japanese coming and all that and yeah. like getting to that very ending point mm-hmm. felt a little long. Yes. The action, I mean, there's a lot of action there, but I think it was very repetitive and like right, right. at that point you're just like. I don't even know who's killing who. Like, <laughs> and like, you know, like they basically at the end, um, the bad guy and the weird guy and the good guy. Yeah. It isn't even, kind of it isn't even clear there. like how they re- regroup at the spot yeah, either. Like exactly. they all face off together and then like they kind of split off for a second in their own yeah. way. And then they individually regroup at the oil 
Exactly. At the oil thing. And yeah. it's like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah you just so kind of have that moment. It's kind of weird and hectic and kind of like, so what did I just watch happening? Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's like he, cause it's, it's, um, it's the bandit chasing after, uh, basically everyone's him. chasing after Tegu, right? Yeah. Tegu. Yeah. And then the bandits end up catching up. We're not the bandits, but like the Manchurian yeah, gang they catches start, up. They catch up, and then the army, and then the army comes. With, and they fight each other. Exactly. Well, like the army catching. like holds back for a while. Yeah. While the bandits and the gang, right, and are then they start him. shooting at artillery, and they bring in like exactly. the jeep and <laughs> and the cavalry and all of that. But it's like once they kill like the and army, then the good guy comes out of nowhere. He's just like, <laughs> let me shoot people. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. He's just like holding off and like. I mean, it's don't get me wrong. That scene was great. I yeah. loved it, but. Flippy flip, yeah. cut. Flippy flip, yeah. cut. But like the the Manchurian gang, like once the artillery launches and they blow off the leader, yeah. then the the the, like the Korean guy, he's like, "All right, it's time to go." Yeah. And then they all try he to never escape. Comes back after, right? No, he just disappears. But like his whole, it they like try to escape, but then it shows like like their entire squad being blown by artillery. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, did they even live? Yeah. Yeah. So. And basically, all of uh, the bad guys' henchmen die too. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah, everybody gets murdered from the army essentially. Yeah. And then uh, the weird guy like blows off like a bridge or something. Mm. But like that's when like the the bounty hunter helps him in that situation. Yeah, yeah. It just all gets really weird. It gets yeah. it's, it gets a little hectic. Yeah. Before the final showdown. And uh, yeah, so like the treasure turns out to be. Like an oil mine, essentially. I guess. Right? Basically. Yeah. So it's like everybody was thinking it's money, essentially, or like something to that. Right. Akin to that. But it just turns out to be like a like an oil mine, essentially. Yeah. Which makes more sense for like the armory and the people that could actually use it. Or like, you know, because yeah. initially they were saying like it'll help them, you know, pay yeah. off for the war yeah. and like things like that. So it makes more sense in like a industrial in yep. a way or... They have the means to sell it, if anything, yeah. rather than whatever. But it was poorly translated, too. Like, they, they kind of whimmed off the map. <laughs> so. I mean, there's diamond, like, sparkles on the map. So, <laughs> they, obviously, they assumed that it was going to be some kind of treasure. An X. Ooh, look. An X means treasure. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, all in all, it's uh, it's just a fun movie. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, I would it's honestly recommend it to anybody. Yeah. It's different. Like on it, yeah. like you, I've to this day, I've never seen something like a or like a, a western with such a kind of a Korean film mm-hmm. sort of backbone to it. Yeah. You know, like it, it does feel. Very I, mean, I don't special. think even Koreans ever saw a film like this, right? You know I mean? Right, and I think that's why it did pretty well mm-hmm. um, when it came out. Yeah, hey, it's a it's a really it really is a spectacle. Because there yeah. definitely there definitely is like a a kind of. Uh, I guess, um, like interest or or kind mm. of certain kind of um, allure to westerns as a genre, right? Sure. And you always kind of wonder, like, oh, like how would what would be the western equivalent of a Korean movie, or like, you know, Ta-da! right? And, <laughs> and you know, you start thinking about these different things, and like, mm. you think about, okay, what would it be to have a western in like. Japan or like what would it be to have like a western in like an Africa or you know what I mean like right, right. there's different kind of people with different kind of you know upbringing or different kind of places and and different you know countries with different kind of cultures and and way of thinking mm. and they bring in this kind of you know genre into that place right and and seeing how that unfolds is really fun to see very interesting very just very different yeah. as well yeah like the epitome of fresh <laughs> it is a very fresh fresh movie yeah. so it just i mean like i said it's fun to like really think about those things and mesh it with different cultures and honestly i think this was the first film that i really kind of brought me into watching western films really yeah because i i never really like was heavily invested in watching western films mm-hmm. but then this was like i think the first film that felt western mm. and i was like oh wow like 
westerns are kind of fun to watch. They're and cool. They're cool. <laughs> and so like I started watching other other films. Yeah. Like actually actual western <laughs> films. You I know? think like personally and it could be for others as well, but like I think there's like a stigmatism towards western films. Is like In being what way? like just being boring or mm, not attractive. Or slow and exactly. Like, More just like unattractive mm-hmm. in a way. And I think this movie in particular is a great way to explore Westerns or if you or like to introduce somebody if you're interested in, in that genre, because yeah. it does it in a very friendly way, in a fun way as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, the Western genre really is kind of falling off, right? In, yeah, right, in, in right. the modern kind of, you know, era of watch in of movies Mm -hmm. they don't really make westerns anymore like definitely like more you know in the golden era of of you know hollywood they used to produce a lot more westerns but you know that genre has really kind of died died Mm. as as you know as we you know yeah as we progress into the thousand two thousands and you know it's very rare to see uh, Western get made now, right. but it's cool to see how um, the Western influence, uh, you know, is kind of seeps through different kinds of films. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is is a great movie, and that's it's a set in the era of making Westerns, um, and it's a very nice, like, fresh take on portraying Westerns. Yeah. You know, like Quentin did his own Western with the Hateful Eight as well. Yeah, you know, and it's a very Django Unchained is Django, a certain yeah. kind of Western. You know, exactly. So it is interesting to see, you know, in today how Westerns sort of evolve and have a certain influence on movies, and yeah. how you know modern movies sort of decide to take it rather than it feeling like old in a way. You know, like yeah. if I think like that's another kind of stigmatism of. You know, you think of Westerns and it's like automatically back to like the yeah. 50s or sort of in that era. So it's like the frontier. And like exactly. Kind of, kind of like in the same the way. Gold mine. <laughs> like, you know. In the same way of like film noir in a sense, mm-hmm. you know, there's like, I don't think of new movies to be film noir. It's like we right. just travel back Black to like, exactly like late 60s. Contrast. And heavy murder and like you sort detective of. Detective films. Mm-hmm. So just like that way of thinking kind of comes with the genre and then just like the age of it and like the seriousness of it just isn't appealing to particularly like younger audiences or definitely just like modern era so it's it's interesting to see like how that can kind of transport in today and make it more interesting yeah and this is definitely a cool cool take on that right right right. bringing back sort of like the appeal to it or you know so um so yeah i would definitely recommend this to anybody for sure and it is a classic for korean movies so we should do it mm. but that's just my opinion <laughs> uh what is next on our list though um bah, 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 bah. it's your pick again because mine are on here which company man right is it really is that so, the next one I yeah so. i mean year wise year wise yeah, the company man. Is it the company man or a company man? I think it's the company man. Because maybe it's a. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> a company man. 2012. Yes. Well, in Korean, there's no A there. It's just company oh, man. <laughs> but okay. Would you oblige us, sir? Huh? What is it in Korean? What is that one? What is that one? What is that one? Yeah. Gotcha. Which means literally like a person who works at a company. Gotcha. We add the A in English. A company man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So a company man came out in two thousand and twelve, and if free on YouTube. Really? What? Wow! Holy. I'm testing this now. <laughs> Just like. Oh no! That's the trailer. Oh no, it's the whole thing. Isn't it really? Guess this wow works. Okay. Yeah. So um if you have YouTube, you can just find, watch it on there. Nice. Um yeah. As well as like Amazon Prime or Tubi or Voodoo. This is kind of Rita. like kind of like a man from nowhere. The the mood of it, I think. Sure. So 
It'd be, it'd be interesting to kind of maybe compare it or kind of see have, the similarities. Have you seen this? No. No? Fresh. I, I watched like a, the intro or like the beginning of it and mm. I don't remember why I stopped. Gotcha. I think I just I just was boring. <laughs> I just decided to do other stuff and I never got back to it, but I got more bit more important business to deal with. Eighty five percent like the movie. Six point seven on IMDb. It's a it's a it's a plausible thing. Oh, I usually see the wiki? Asian wiki, guys. 97. Usually means it's okay. If it's like 80 or above. Uh, isn't 97 high? 90% high. Yeah, but like, you know, people, this kind of has like a bit of a bias. Of like it does. People, yeah. <laughs> people are like, I like the movie. We'll go rate it positively, you know? Mm. I have a feeling, I, I, I'm of the impression that usually people who hate movies, mm. Or more vocal about putting things on. And when sure. they like it, they're just like, oh, it's good. It's and good. Remember it's when okay. they go back <laughs> and be like, this is a great movie. You know, it's just like really the good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. it's like so good that you have to like talk to everyone about it. <laughs> I got a comment. If it, was, now. if it was just like an okay movie, usually people are just like, yeah, whatever. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to say much about it. It was just, you know, Word fun to watch. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it was like a solid, you know, yeah. solid seven out of ten. No. Uh, yeah, Company Man. Pretty excited about that one. Yep. From here on out, it's fresh territory for me. I haven't seen for you two, right? I haven't seen the other ones either. Yeah, I didn't watch any of No. I guess I haven't seen them. What was my other one? The Enter the Dragon and then another Korean one. Is it Korean? I don't know. You should know <laughs> more. My list. Man. You're telling me about your You're asking me. <laughs> Oh, Fable. Japanese movie. Fable. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I keep forgetting my own list. <laughs> Just like Anyways. that time I said hospital truck. Anyways. <laughs> so, yes, next week will be accompaniment. Uh, Peace. Peace.